Roses are red, violets are blue, you are our audience, and we are Foo for Thought Podcast! <laughs> Welcome everyone to a brand new oh, episode dear. of Foo for Thought Podcast. This is oh, a dear. Valentine's Day special, baby! <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, I just came up with that. I'll oh, be your long lover from Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know the next, next lyric. I'm I've never heard that song in my life. I don't know who it's by. I, I keep thinking it's by Donny Osmond, but it's definitely not Donny Osmond. Mm. Why would he be singing I would, about exactly. Liverpool? Why am I... You threw me off. I did. So, yeah. Take it away. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, this is uh, a Food for Thought podcast. If you're not familiar with us, we are a martial arts cinema podcast. Every two weeks, we review a martial arts film. But we're switching it up this week. This week, a few days ago, it was Valentine's Day. So I decided we should go for something a little bit more romantic. So no fight scenes this week. We are doing... 2000s, the year 2000s, In the Mood for Love. The quintessential Hong Kong classic, In the Mood for Love. Um, but before we get into the film proper, what have you been up to, you pair of tits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, speaking of pair of tits, <laughs> what did you do earlier today? Oh yeah, good one. Uh, today, earlier this morning, uh, I got my first mammogram. I got my first boob smash. Highly recommend. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would do again yeah. yeah she got her first mammogram everything went smoothly yeah so yeah. just gotta wait for uh, my results if you want to hear more about Damon's mammogram uh, then listen, listen to, to Uncut for Uncut which is on our Patreon by the way we have a Patreon www.patreon.com forward slash food for thought if you'd like to give us a few pennies every month you can listen to our food for thought uncut episodes uh and uh, we got all manner of other, other stuff. stuff we're going to be doing our uh, another commentary track soon i uh, haven't decided on the film yet but we are going to be doing one very very soon okay and i'm also going to start doing a few reviews on there cyrus how are you i'm doing well thanks <laughs> wonderful great thanks. how are you <laughs> i'm pretty good actually uh i'm feeling a bit full we've had a lot of meat what kind of meat evening. what kind of food was Proffered. Uh, it would. Uh, do you know what? Moroccan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me, my American mother, and my Moroccan father. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up having Moroccan food at breakfast, oh, lunch, from? and dinner. Where are you from, Israel? I am Israeli. Iranian. Iranian. It was Iranian. Oh, thing. that's what it's That's like. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I almost had a joke. I almost <laughs> oh, had come a on. Joke. You uh, can do it. You can do hold it. Hold on. I better not have to, something to do with Iran to Iran. That, mm. Let's let's move on. That's exhausted. Uh, I was going to say that you put out the food and I ran to the table. There it That's is. What I was going to say. Okay. Um, it yeah. will give you the 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 tireds. Excuse me. It will give you the tireds. Oh yeah, I've got some. I'm yeah. full of meats. I'm full of rice. Uh, but still, I'm chipper. I've got energy. I'm feeling good. Cyrus is drinking a triple shot energy Starbucks French Woo! coffee. That's right. <laughs> Devin's had a coffee. We're all up. I'm 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 feeling great. Right, and uh, you know, uh, sorry to interrupt. Don't do it again. I'll friend. fucking beat the shit out. Oh, good, you're good not meant man. to swear in the first five minutes of YouTube. Uh, that. Uh, all of our, I don't know, I say, I'd say, personal lives, work lives seem to be up right now. They're going pretty Personally, well. Um, we have a link. Making there. some, making some improvements. Yeah, I think yeah, we can openly changes talk about have it. some good uh, things coming. Myself and Cyrus, uh, just the other day, we received. I, I, I think we can say a sizable pay increase in work. 
Um, it, it pretty pretty nice, pretty nice pay increase, and uh, that was a bit of a surprise to us both. And uh, yeah, we're on the up and up. Cyrus not only got a pay increase, promotion, got a bit of a promotion as well. Exactly. I guess I can officially say I promoted Cyrus because I'm did. the manager. I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> I gave Cyrus the shirt off his back. No, on his <laughs> back. Shirt on his back. Um, yeah, so he got a nice promotion, deservedly so. He's an excellent worker, and uh, he does a great job of massaging all those clients. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, things are looking good for us. Things are looking up. Where do we work, by the way? If, if I'm massaging clients. At a masseuse. At a masseuse. Yeah, at a uh, masseuse's place. Yeah. Yeah, a tea it's called, a tea it's called massage in a bottle. Okay, come on now. Yeah, okay, that wasn't fucking okay. bad. That was pretty good. Okay, message in a bottle. The I song, got, yeah, massage in a bottle. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I'm working with Philistines. Is it Philistines <laughs> or Philistines? That joke gave me a sting. Is that Sting sings that song? Yeah, message in a bottle. Yeah, yeah but okay. that was a terrible joke. It was very good. <laughs> I just remember that. Uh, Devon's looking for other employment. Indeed I am. Yeah, she's actively searching for a new job, so if anyone out there wants to offer her a $100,000 a year job, she'll take it, no matter what. Doesn't it matter is. what it is. As long as, as long as that's the pay, yeah. I can do it. Yeah. And don't come to me and say, Stan only fans. We did that months ago. Yeah. Cyrus, <laughs> mm. have you watched anything? Yes. Cool. Why don't you tell us about it? I watched The Flash, which I had absolutely no expectations for. Wasn't looking forward to it. Just to scroll, and I went, I got time. Okay. Fan. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I liked The Flash more than most people. Um, most people thought it was trash, but I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. I was happy with Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's my he's my classic uh, Batman. I wish they would have done more with uh, Supergirl? Yeah, Supergirl was fresh. She was really cool. Yeah, I like the look of her. She's um, not coming back, though. She's already said the actress is like, they're not welcoming back. Okay. Because that new, that other girl's been just as, oh, shit, I can't speak. That girl from House of Dragons has been cast as Supergirl. Okay. But yeah, but I would have, but I would have liked to have seen more of her. Um, seen her do more things. In that yeah, movie. she was great. But yeah. But anyway. Um, we watched a few things. We were watching a couple of stuff. I got a few things in my notes. Here we go. Hit it. Uh, we watched a very, very, very good film that I believe Devin gave five stars and I gave five stars. It's on Netflix at the moment. It's a film called Society of the Snow. Oh, I was trying to remember what the hell you were talking about. I told you about that shit. Oh, you my God. You, you watched the whole thing? Did you so like it? I had seen the... I loved it. I've seen the American version, the 19... Well, I don't even remember the year. Live? Yeah, I've seen a live before. So I knew what the story was. Um... This one, this movie is, yeah, a lot. I think it has a lot more detail uh, than in Alive. But yeah, Sight of Snow, holy Jesus. Apparently, Such we loved it film. more than most, though. Okay. Really? Yeah. So I'm not the only one. No, a lot of people thought it was like a, a, a middling film. Really? Yeah, we loved it. Yeah, I agree, oh, you guys I agree are, with the other people. Yeah. You guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's it, amazing. So it's a real story. Uh, yep. with the input of the real people that mm -hmm. are still alive. Mm -hmm. And as I was watching it, I didn't really know that. Mm -hmm. I went, some of this stuff seems a little too good to be true. Uh, there's barely any arguing. Uh, there's some pretty crazy things about 
what they do with people who are no longer with them. I'm sure we all know the story, but sure. Really? It almost I don't know if any perfect I don't... in a weird way. How? There's nothing perfect. Well, there are just there no there's no one fights. Not a single scuffle. One guy doesn't agree with the rest of the. We should. Okay, this is a spoiler. If you don't mind it being spoiled, but I think a lot of people know the story. Um, there's a snow. There's a snow. Good one, Sean. <laughs> there's a crash, a plane crash in the middle of the snowy. Chile uh, on the way to Chile. Like, or, yeah, in the in the the Andes Mountain. I forget the year that this. It was like in the. Or, 70s, or, right? Uruguay? Are they Uruguayan? Or they're Uruguayan. Yeah, they're from anyway. Uruguay. And anyway, yeah, spoiler, and the plane crashes in the Andes. The dead bodies. Correct. To survive, they eat the dead body. Raw. And Just they're, you know, turkey yeah. jerky. Yeah. In oh. yeah, there it's snow. They're dealing with the elements, and it's, in my opinion, it's very harrowing. The fact that there were no arguments. I mean, there was definitely conflict. You know, there were people who, you know, there were people who did not who refused to didn't think it was right to eat people. But I, the fact that there wasn't. If you're expecting like constant fighting, I mean, look, I don't, I that didn't bother me because also I was like, look at the situation that they're in. They all need each other. They all are depending on each other to stay alive. And so I think that the lack of, what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> I said BGs. They were all just you know trying to stay alive. Yeah. Gotcha. But Ridley so, Scott is directing a BGs biopic, by the way. So it didn't bother me that there weren't more fights or more conflicts. I feel like the the situation that they were in was pretty fucking dire. Most and... people did disagree with us, though. Most people did find it outrage. Oh, you're crazy! Well, I'm crazy. I'm gonna go on to another film that I watched that a lot of people said was average that I fucking loved as well. Devin didn't watch this one. It's called it's either Mosul or Mosul. It's M O S U L, and it's a military film uh, set in the. I'm gonna get it wrong, so I'm just gonna say Middle East because I'm not sure where it is in the Middle East. I'm so sorry, I've forgotten, and um, it's basically about like the worst city during. Uh, what am I trying to say? The most war-torn city uh, in this particular area, and it's about this team of cops, this SWAT team, that basically protect this entire area and kill ISIS uh, members, and it's a phenomenal film. I loved every minute of it, but a lot of people said that's average as well. Um, but I love military action films. I love them. They're, they're some of my, uh, my favorite. Anyway, we also watched the new Sydney Sweeney Glenn Powell romantic comedy. Oh yeah! Anyone but you, or anything? Uh, anyone but you. It was fun. Yeah, I was. That's that's kind of fun. It's it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's not gonna blow your socks yeah, off. No, very. It's a predictable story, but uh, there was some. They had. Yeah, and there were some genuinely funny moments. There are. Anyway, let's jump into the film. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're trying to keep these episodes shorter than usual, so we're trying to keep things condensed. Although I have a lot to talk about when it comes to this film. Yeah, you were taking like tons and tons of notes. I was. I didn't take a single note. So, we're talking about In the Mood for Love, directed by Wong Kar Wai, starring Tony Leung and Maggie Chung. Um, I've got a few little tidbits for you. The original Chinese title is actually The Age of Blossoms, which is kind of interesting. Um, it won Best Actor, Actress, Director, and Cinematography at the Hong Kong Film Awards. It was beaten for Best Director and Best Film by a little-known film called Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, if you've seen the film, you may be interested that Maggie Chung wears a different dress in every single scene. There were 46 dresses made for her in total, although she does not wear all 46. Um, 
Also, I found this very, very interesting. Maggie Chung's hair and makeup for the film took five hours every single day. Yeah, I read to compare that. Compare that to something. It took Colin Farrell four hours to become the penguin. Damn. So she spent longer time becoming this role than Colin yeah. Farrell. Um, I get it. She looks fucking beautiful in this. Well, film. yeah, but still, why does that it take looks, five hours? I'm getting hair vibes because yeah, that's that, the only thing that looks yeah. different, really. Um. Ranked number two in BBC's 100 Greatest Films of the 21st Century. Shit. So, people like this film. Wow. Um, and I've got a few more other things to talk about a little bit later. Um, so, let's go ahead and dive into opinions. I think it's very interesting to say that I watched this film and I had no clue what these two would think coming out of the film. No clue whatsoever. Um, I will say this. It's in my top four on Letterboxd. Um, it is in my possibly top three favorite films of all time. Um, maybe even my second favorite film ever made. It's I fucking adore this film in every way, shape, or form. I think it's absolute perfection in every single way. I adore it. It's wonderful. I'm about to get let down by these two. <laughs> Go. 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 Did you honestly think it was bad? Did either of you think it was bad? Go. This is my house. I'll fucking count this podcast. All right. It's your house. So fine. Um, no, I did not think it was bad. Okay. Did I enjoy it as much as you? Well, no. No. I didn't, I didn't um, think you would. I thought it was... Um, I don't want to say the word okay. I know you hate when I say okay. You should um, words. I know. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of the right. By the way, the word. fact that you even thought of saying okay about this film is mental. I mean, but but I but I also think it's it's in <laughs> it's how I perceive movies. The movies that I love that I think are are great that I give like really high marks to, or if they're if in all aspects of it to me they are perfect. Or I give something a high rating, or I uh, uh, if it's something that I can watch over and over again. Like for instance, Tremors. I give Tremors a high rating because I love it and I can watch it over and over again. Is this film better than Tremors or not? No. Okay. Is it good? I think it's pretty good. Um, uh, I have some questions. I feel yeah. Well, I think it it promotes lots of questions. I'm very ready to get into questions. I'm excited um, about the questions you have. Um, but I think it's a good overall, uh, all around good film. Um, but yeah, but I didn't love it as much as as, as much as you did. Oh, like no. I probably would, I would never watch this again. That's okay. All right, don't lash out, Sean. <laughs> this is Sean. Remain calm. Listen, I want to hear your honest opinion. But if it doesn't agree with mine, I hate you. I know, I'm very angry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, 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 that's not true, actually. So, for someone to say this film's good, like Devin just said, it's a good film. I'm perfectly fine with that. The fact that she says, I don't like it as much as you, or I wouldn't watch this again, doesn't bother me too much, because it's fine. If she says it's good, and she doesn't love this film as much as I do, I'm willing to bet that most people don't like this film as much as I do. It speaks to a very specific part of me, and I, yeah, I think I just rate it very, very highly. Yeah, everything about it is definitely, like, in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Of things that you like, and yeah. of types of types of films, type of aspects of films that you like and enjoy. So, one hundred percent doesn't surprise me that you love it because yeah. this 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 movie is all about you and the things that you like. I appreciate that you say that. Yeah, I, I do. Did you watch this movie at a time 
where it probably hit you harder than hit you in a different way. I can tell you that I watched this film many, many years ago when it first came out and I didn't get it. I didn't like it. I may have even turned it off. Mm. And then I watched it years later when I was, I guess, more mature or maybe had gone through more things. I don't know. I'm not saying that you have to go through things to understand this film, but I loved it. You were able to to come at it from a different Yeah, and I think I did. I I do that with a lot of films, I think. Um, Yeah. But yeah, this, it just spoke to me and still speaks to me, this film. I think, well, not to get into too much, but I think there's so fucking much going on in this film. It's unbelievable. I, I think there is a wealth to explore and i think the more times you watch it the more you get from it in fact i have a question about the film this time around that i've never had before Mm. which i'll ask in a minute as soon as you give me your opinion baby boy ain't gonna like it so you're really like well go on actually i need some help give me a question no no no. well my question is i guess i'm gonna use a strong word you you did you hate it no okay no did you dislike it no. Okay, so you thought it was okay, average. I thought it was pretty unique. Uh, oh, well, a couple of that. things that. that they did were very cool, actually. Okay. Um, besides the obvious, will they, won't they? Can I just kind of spoilers? Of course you can. I mean, if you if, haven't seen in the movie for love, go and watch it. But here's, I feel like if there, if you're, if anyone is watching this movie or uh, watching this podcast, then they have to accept the fact that we're going to talk about this movie and explain things. So I think yeah. you know. We don't. Right. We don't need to do a, like a disclaimer. I think we've had enough of these where we can just kind of yeah. They get it. <laughs> I think yeah. yeah I think it's obvious. Where are you going? I've never seen a will they won't they turn into a one hundred percent they w- will they won't like this in my entire life. Okay, it's like two kids flirting at fucking summer camp for ever, and it just doesn't go anywhere. Okay, but it does. You know what I mean. That's an interesting question, though. Or an interesting statement. Oh, they're making sex with each other's minds all day. Okay. Okay. I have a question off the back of that, which I'll ask again in a minute. And the other thing I thought that was very cool, now that I'm watching more movies and I'm older, yeah, is how things are shot. And this motherfucker did some... He's doing shit I've never seen before. Yeah. It's maybe one of the most exquisitely shot films ever made. Yeah. The way he goes from one scene to another scene... Almost identical. It's a quick shot into another scene. The only thing that's telling you it's different is that the action is performed again and her dress might be different. Yeah. That's really cool. He also does something where he leaves a question in the scene before, then answers it in the next scene without anyone saying anything. And I'll explain that in a minute. Yeah, but there's a the, the mo- it, one scene. There's like a question where it's just like, did they, didn't they, or something like that. And the next scene, something happens. You're just like, okay, that answers the question I had about the previous scene. Uh, so you thought it was okay, a unique watch. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll take unique. Um, I, I think that's okay. I think I will take generally your both your comments. As I'm happy I watched it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that that's all I want. To, to be happy that you watched it, that's all I want in this podcast. Yeah, like, I knew... I've never seen this film. I knew it existed. I, um, because of... Uh, what's his name again? One call. Uh, Tony Lung. Grandmaster. Yes. Yeah, because of him. And uh, I think he's great, and I like him. And I watched uh, on YouTube 
you know, there's a I forget who isn't who does it, but there's a series, you know, where actors break down their like Tachiki? Maybe. Like their most iconic roles and I watched his. And this is one of them. Right. And this is one of them. So I, I got, you know, I heard him talking about this movie. So I was aware of it, but yeah, I'd never seen it. And it seemed like this was, you know, pretty up there with a lot of people. So I was, I am happy that, uh, happy I watched it. Maybe I would watch it again, like later on. Um, I feel like whenever it comes to doing the podcast, at a certain time of day, like by the, the time of day where we start watching the, the film, is where my mind and my body start to kind of crash a little. So like, yeah, I really, but when we started watching this, really wanted a nap. So it was hard for me. So I was watching it and I was watching it and I was paying, and I was paying attention. But a part of me was like, I could really just close my eyes and go to bed right now. Plus it was, plus it was cold in our apartment. And when I get cold, I will yeah. bundle. And then that just makes me even more sleepy. Off the back of that, though, we have agreed to start watching films at separate times. I usually make Devon watch it when I watch it, um, but there's no need for that. So she's going to watch it when she's comfortable. I'm going to watch it where I'm comfortable. Right. That way, you know, we can both be happy. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, and I can be a bit more engaged because it's, it's pointless us watching it at the same time because we don't talk. We don't talk during the film. No, of course and not. At the end, she doesn't turn to me and go, "That's good." She keeps her. Yeah, of course, but yeah, of course, I'm not going to because I mean, we're going to talk about it here. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, so actually, you know what? Now that I think about it, I might watch it again on my own one day. You should. You get more from it. Yeah. So I have a question. Yeah. The ultimate question. Yeah. What genre is this film? Other Blue than balls. drama. I mean, it's a drama. It's a drama. Yeah, of course. What genre is this film? What? Oh, you mean like is it is it is it a romance? Is it a romance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, this film's a romance. Absolutely. Of course it is. Even though it doesn't culminate in anything. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Then I have another question for you. Can well, you've just answered the question. Can romantic films end in tragedy? Sure, of course they do. Okay. Romeo and Juliet, baby. Yeah. Considered, it's considered it's good. Well, it? It's pretty good. It's a guy well, named Bill. Actually, it's considered a tragedy, right? That is a tragedy. Yeah, that is a tragedy. Romantic tragedy, I guess, exists. Maybe, but yeah, but it's easy to say lost in translation, and sadly as well. Titanic ends with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio dying, but it's it still a romance. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, then I have another question. Do are Tony Lung and Maggie Chung intimate in this film no sex not they're not sexual but there is a level of are intimacy. They physically intimate in this film i'll tell you right now if my wife was canoodling with some chap and doing that stuff i wouldn't love it okay and holding hands cooking them dinner and all this there, there's a level of intimacy yes okay but they're not physically intimate. Smoking his no. cigarettes. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's my question. Are they oh. physically intimate in this film? Nope. There is, Am I missing there, something? There is some, but no, but there is some, like, there is some touching, right? What do you, what do you consider? Do they kiss? No. Or make love? No. All right. I disagree. So that's, that's an interesting so that's why point. So wait, so that's why I'm saying there is a level of. I think they have sex. Oh, you do think Mm -hmm. they have? Sure do. Yeah, absolutely. But there's a scene in some corridor or something, and he goes, "Wait, so you hold on? I got it. I got it. Don't interrupt. I mean, I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt you. 
I just, if I don't get it now, I'm going to lose it. I think I already lost it. Go on. Am I missing something? Yeah. He goes, they might think we did this, but we know we did it. And he was like very adamant about that. At what stage in the film does he say that? After I think they were talking about them. Oh yeah. But a lot happens after that. Yeah. There's a scene in this film where right at the end, she, not right at the end, sorry, before the end, she breaks down in tears. Right. With him. And then they get a cab home. Right. And she says to him, I don't want to go home tonight. I don't think she goes home. I think that's the only night where they are physically intimate together. Really? Then she goes home. Yeah. I think in that moment, they actually, because it's the only time in the film, in my opinion, where she finally breaks down and reveals that she is in love with him. Because when he walks away and says, I'm going to Singapore, and we're going to break this off. She starts weeping. And that's right. her, the only time she breaks down. And actually reveals it. And I think for that one night, I think they are actually so together. you think that kid is his? That's an open-ended question. Right. So. And so that brings a whole new aspect to it, though. Because, okay. So, okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, I, I think. And by all means, this, this, this question and this answer... It's totally up to interpretation. Like, there right. is no answer to it. No official answer to it. Right. But I think they are. I think there's something that solidifies their love, and they decide on this final night, on this one night, we are going to be together, and then we're not going to be together. Interesting. In my opinion. That's what happens. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, because that's I think a lot of other people would say that, no, they're not. That's right. much more romantic. Much more tragic. Also, also tragic. Yes. Um, but I like to think that they, that, that they definitely are. Um, so I've got more questions about the film then. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I sound like a school teacher, but I just want to find out more no, no, no. what you think. I mean, you've watched it multiple times, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm I, sorry I, for saying, please don't interrupt me. I didn't right. mean that. That was very quick. <laughs> you okay. had something on your mind. And you aggressive. Get out. That's okay. Um, Maybe I'll just put my hand on you like... <laughs> Like Bane and Batman, and say, "Do you feel in charge?" <laughs> if you speak, it'll be very painful. Oh no! <laughs> um, this may be—I know—I'll be interested to to hear your answers. Why? What's Maggie Chung's deal in this film? Okay, well, damn. See how a question can really change your mind. So about things that already made me think different. You mean what? Like in in uh, referencing what? Like her marriage or her perspective on her marriage? Her, or do you mean like in what general? What does she want? What why, is she after? Why won't she give in to Tony Lung? Why Why is she... That's an excellent question. Not cold to him, but it's quite obvious. That, right. So if you don't know, there's, there's certain like metaphors in this film and certain visual cues that imply something. Smoke. Right? And, and talk to me about that. Smoke is... It means a million things in this film. Smoke is sexuality. Smoke is uh, intimacy. Smoke is impatience. Smoke is forlorn. It's it's a whole bunch impatience. of impatience. Yes, just, mm -hmm. just smoke lingering. It's tension. Mm -hmm. it's just like him. Yeah, I'm smoking because I'm not having sex with you. It's or I'm not loving you. You're not letting me love you. It's his. It's his. Uh, he's brooding. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's like a fidget spinner for him. <laughs> it's yeah. Um, but. Why? So, a lot of, later on in the film, there's there's this very specific way that shows that he is one way and she is another, 
and that is he 100% lets his guard down. The way he does that is he's always loose-tied, he's always casual, and when he's eating with her, he's taking super large bites, and if you watch her, she never lets her guard down. She's nibbling at her food, she looks impeccable at mm -hmm. all times she drinks slowly from a glass she has always got this air i didn't of, catch that i have to hold myself at such high regard and he is like oh, i've let it all go you see me at my worst now i am absolutely you know beyond casual and it's the same with she always sees him sick in his most needy time he never sees her sick. She is always the one caring for him. He's never the one caring for her. So she's seen him at his worst. I didn't pick up. I, I picked up on her demeanor, but I didn't pick up on he's his. He's always super. He's just letting right. himself he's go. He's very laid He's back. smoking casually. He doesn't, that's, he doesn't give a shit. Um, because he's like, I'm open to you. You see me. I'm in love with you. I, I, I've broken down every single barrier. I am yours. And my question is, why isn't she his? Hmm. Why? What is it with her? This should is we... just for discussion, right? There's no real answer. Oh, there's no real answer. Of course there is. Should, yeah. we, should we just briefly like say what the plot of this movie is? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, so two married couples uh, end up moving in, renting rooms in uh, apartments next to each other. Um, and uh, basically we discover that the, the woman, Maggie Chun, we found out that her husband uh, is having an affair with uh, Tony Long's wife. And so these two find out about it and basically just get together. And initially it just starts as, why is this happening? What, how did this happen? Why did, why did they get together? And then just the more time they spend together, then they seem to have a connection. And Yeah. Them, it's ironic, right? It's the ultimate irony that them recreating their spouses, like, they're literally recreating how their spouses would have met and right. how they would have gotten together. Right. And that ultimately leads to them getting together. Right. It's, it's very romantically ironic or ironically romantic. Yeah. But as Sean says, you know, it, there's a certain point where Tony Lung is like, you know, I'm done with her, you know, I'm done. But she uh, has no interest in or doesn't or says that she will not and won't leave her husband. Now, I guess my question would then, be... Yeah, but then by the end, I'm so... Yeah, I'm just like, so then what happened? So, Tony Long obviously leaves, leaves his wife. He fucks off to Singapore. Mm -hmm. So, I guess, what? So, does that mean that is she still with her husband? Does that mean that because his mistress is gone? I mean, does she does she actually confront her husband? Because there is a moment where she practices confronting him. Does she actually confront him? Does it end with the misses um uh, with his, with tony lung's misses and obviously she i mean obviously they're not living next door they move on everyone kind of moves on to different uh and moves out of this one apartment building but yeah and she's has a son yeah um i think i think every question or most questions you ask about this film not you but anyone they're very open to interpretation, right? Right. Like, yeah. There, there are no. Is she still with her husband at the end? Is she not? You know, it's that's open ended. You, right. you, you don't know, but you can make up the ending for yourself. Right. Um, I prefer to kind of not know, because well, there's no way of finding out. Yeah. 
but I do find it very interesting. But I, I, I've always wondered why Maggie Chung never gives herself to Tony Long. And in my opinion, I think there's multiple reasons. One is there's the social thing, right? Society. Sure. That women don't cheat on their husbands. Um, you can tell that right from the beginning. Literally, I think it's the first line in the film. Uh, someone says to Maggie Chung, what's your name? And she my goes, husband. my husband's name is Chan. Yeah. And it's obvious that women are, what's the word, subservient? Is that the word? Right. I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Uh, to, a, their, to their husbands. There's another example. So one of the things, um, uh, Maggie Chan, her husband is always away on business. Always. And so while he's gone, you know, she goes out. And so the, I guess the, the person who owns or ha- uh, the apartment that the room that they're renting, she confronts Maggie Chung about always, you know, going out, you know, I noticed you're going out a lot at night and, you know, like you shouldn't basically tells her, you know, you shouldn't be doing that, you know, that you're a married lady and you should right. You shouldn't, <laughs> you shouldn't be, business, you, old coot. <laughs> you shouldn't be going out, but he's gone. And at this point, this, and this is during the time, uh, this is already after now that we've found out that he's having an affair, having an affair. Um, and he's fucked off with Tony Long's wife. But regardless, it's like he's gone all the time, so it's like she's expected to just be home and just and wait for him. Wait for him, right? Wait for him, yeah. And I, I think there is that that societal uh, expectation from her, but I also think there's something about Maggie Chung's character in this film, one hundred percent. And that is, she is. And I've used this word probably twelve times so far, but I'm going to use it again. She's impeccable, and she's impeccable in every single way. Mm. In that, firstly, she looks stunning. Secondly, her dresses are different in every single scene, which mm-hmm. says an awful lot. Also, she's this like um she's this person that can get everything for everyone. Granted it's her husband. Right. But she's like, I'll get you a rice cooker. Right. My and husband, yeah, he goes to Japan, you can get this bag or he can get this. I'll get rice you this cooker. bag. Yeah. And she's this facilitator of people getting things. And I think she holds herself in such high regard that because her husband is a, a, is he? I guess a successful business, a successful I enough. I don't man? even think it's him. No? Oh, I not think about it's him. her. Okay. I think she, and also I think that the obvious there's an obvious thing that is, um, I we don't want to be like that. Hmm. We don't want to be like our husband and wife. Hmm. We're as bad as them if we do this. I think there's an aspect of hmm. that. Which is, yeah, it, we're just we're just doing what they did, and they upset us, and we're just, do, you know. But I think there's something about her and her image in this film that just, um, you also notice. I'm sure everyone noticed this. Like even the way she walks, she has a very specific walk in this film. She has a, a side oh, a to sw- side oh side. yeah, very yeah, yes. Uh, also, I only a noticed this time the camera focuses on her ass on her quite yeah a lot in this yeah film. you see the yeah. You see the swish. And, but she's like ethereal. She's like this this goddess, this angel. And I think she knows that she is to a degree. And she doesn't want to drop from that level. Whereas Tony Lung, I think that's the difference. Tony Lung is willing to let it all go. Why do you think she follows all these rules? That might be societal. I wonder if it is societal. I don't know enough about Hong Kong culture or Chinese culture, I should say, or like th- that time in Hong Kong and what, like, how women were considered. I, I-, I don't know. Um, but if you notice that 
there's a lot of other mentions of like married couples and affairs in this film. Tony, the guy that Tony Lung works with, he fancies a married woman that he talks about at the start. You know, he goes and visits a married woman in another office, and Tony Lung's like, "I'm not like you." Yeah. And yeah, he talks about Maggie Chung, the uh, Ping. Yeah, yeah. And he, he talks about Maggie Chung, and he said, "Oh yeah, sorry, it's Mar- Maggie Chung. Of course, what am I yeah. talking about? Yeah. It's Maggie Chung." Yeah, I and, thought I was really. Yeah, no, he was talking about her and how beautiful. Yeah, how and, beautiful. Uh, but Tony Long goes, "I'm not like you." Yeah, and then of course he is like him because he falls in love with Maggie Chung. But I think also her boss is having an affair, right? Oh yeah, right. There's two distinct women. I get some bags for my whores. And she's a facilitator. Oh yeah, of affair. Oh yeah. Wait a minute, is he? Yes, Mrs. Yu and then his wife. Mrs. Yu is always mentioned, but then his wife as well. His wife's at one oh, restaurant I... and his is at, is at another. His, I didn't realize they were. she was referring to different people. Yes. His mistress is like, hey, I know it's your birthday. I know you're out with the wife. I'm just going to have a quiet one in. Yes. Yes. And I think it's interesting that Maggie Chung facilitates uh... that affair. But she's unwilling to have the affair of herself, but of, of her own. But that's because... He's a man, and again, I think it's okay for men to have affairs, or less frowned upon. So I think there's something societal. Again, I don't know enough about it, um, but I think it's very interesting that he, that the the difference between the two of them fascinates me in this film, and the fact that she won't even let him touch her. And of right. course, when she finally does, it's beautiful and amazing and incredible, but yeah, that she, I don't know, I find it very interesting. There's an amazing juxtaposition between when they're first in the car, and he's pretending to be her, her husband, and she's pretending to be his wife, mm-hmm. and they're talking about recreating it, mm-hmm. and he touches her hand, and she pulls away, Yeah. and then later on, he touches her hand and stays holding it, and she holds his. God, this film's fucking so good. <laughs> um, I think there's, there's a lot to talk about in this film. I'm going through some of my notes. Um, yeah, there's there's like certain moments that it's such clever filmmaking um, that there's a jump in time where she, Maggie Chung, uh, who's called Chan in this film, and uh, Tony Leung's called Chow, she goes over to Chow's house and they're talking about Wuja stories, like martial arts stories. Right. And um, she goes, oh, I love them. And Tony Leung's like, oh, I love them too. I'd love to write one one day. And he gives her a newspaper that has like a serialized Wuja story in it. And uh, he goes, oh, you can borrow my books whenever you want. I have a series of them. I collect them. Right. And she's just like, yeah, maybe some other time. And then the next scene, you see her returning this wad of books. Yeah. And at the same time she returns those books, it's mentioned that Tony Lung has had a quarrel with his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, it all coincides that he's falling for her. He's giving her these books and he's slowly, and at the same time, he's quarreling with his wife. It's it's taking him away from his wife. And no mention of his wife liking his books. No, no, yeah. not at all. Well, oh, and I, it's also, it's uh, also, I think, important to mention that you don't actually see yeah, the, yeah. the spouses. Yeah, never. Like you, yeah, like you hear, one of you hear boys. the miss, you hear the guy, you see like the back of like the wife's mm-hmm. head, but the spouses, you never, you never actually see. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also, I thought that was cool. It's a brilliant, there's so many brilliant scenes in this. So there's a moment. That is cool, sorry. It's because the, the director is making us people yes we, oh yeah oh yeah he's dunking yeah. us in their shoes yes and really taking away the other 
mm-hmm. people away from the equation. Yeah. Also, he's, he's also, what they're doing. He's trying to say that this world is about these two characters, right? As well, like these, this, they, these two, this man and this woman falling in love. The whole world is about this. Also, this one, just like them, we don't know what they're actually doing behind those closed doors. Nope. Right. We don't know how many times they're doing it. So, upon mm-hmm. that, I have a question. Maggie Chung, Chan, goes to... Wait, she goes over... She goes over to... Uh, Tony Lung's house, and the yeah. wife answers the door. Yeah. Sick wife. Yes. That's Tony Lung's wife. Yeah. Yeah, Tony right. wife, yeah. And she goes... I heard voices. Yeah. Is your husband home? She goes, no, it must have been blah, blah, blah. I was talking to this person. Right. She's in there with her husband, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think there is a moment there where it is astounding how good Maggie Chung is at acting. She doesn't say anything. Her face just comes to the realization that my husband's in there. Yeah. He's like, you want some medicine? It's ah, it's so fucking good. It's right. so good. Um, yeah, because it, there's a moment, especially there's a moment after Tony Long's wife closes the door. And yeah, and it's just Maggie Chun in the hallway. And yeah, 100%. The scene after that, is that Maggie Chun crying? And yeah. who knocks on her door? Is that Tony Lung? I can't remember. There's a scene where it's just a woman weeping, and I was just, but you see the back of her head. I'm just, I'm assuming that's Tony, uh, that Maggie Chung, but then it's just a hand knocking at a door, and I'm like, I is that remember. Tony Lung hearing her cry? I was kind of confused. I thought that was, I thought that was Tony Lung's wife. wife crying. I thought that was his wife. But why is she crying? No, know. that makes no sense. I was wrong. Right, it makes more sense than this but Maggie wait, Chung because, crying. But, but, but you don't see. But no, because it was the it was uh, the hairstyle. It was his wife. But why was is it? she crying? I don't know. And the voices that she heard could that be misconstrued as crying in the bathroom, or was that dude actually there and they were borking? Oh, I think they were borking. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think he was. I think yeah, the husband was over there. So is she crying because the husband's left and left her. Not. Tony Lung, Maggie Chung's husband. Is that why she's crying? I genuinely. This probably makes no I'm sense. So, to so is many she people. crying? I remember, I would have to see that scene again because if if it's the scene I think you're talking about, I thought that person, the woman crying, was Mag, uh, was Tony, uh, Tony Lung's wife. But you don't know why. Right, I don't know why though. Okay, that's. I guess if it was Tony Lung's wife, maybe she's aware of what she's doing and she hates it, but she can't get enough of that dingling. Maybe it's just the maybe the 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 state that her her marriage is in. It the state definitely doesn't imply though that there is any guilt between those two. I mean, yeah. they are away together for a long ass time, all the time as well, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it never implies oh. that there's any guilt. Because yeah, because there was a moment, there was definitely a moment where it's like a hazy kind of screen, and you get the you, you um hit. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, there was one other where he was, Tony Long was on the phone with his wife, and you see kind of like a hazy kind of image of the wife yeah. and the conversation. Um, I don't remember. Tony Long's amazing uh, uh, just denial as well uh, early on, where he's just like, oh, your your wife's not working today. And he's like, oh? He's like, yeah, she didn't come in today. And Tony Long's like, 
Oh, okay. She must just have a day off. It's like, oh, oh yeah. His like, best friend's you know, like, hey, I saw your wife hanging out with a guy. He's like, right. probably a friend. Just a friend. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just, there, it's the evolution of this film is fantastic. How about the scene where they talk about the tie in the bag? So good. Yeah, that was it's great. Like, huh? It's like, where'd you get that? Oh, where'd you get that? Yeah. 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 That, just, that was like, really great. Casting each other. And also, see what the other one knows. She talks about. At work, her boss is like, "Yeah, hey, can you get my wife and my Uber bags?" And he's like, "Different colors." He's like, "I don't give a shit." Yeah. <laughs> and like, she has a bag that was given to her. From... Yeah. yeah, there's so much in this film. It's uh, it's it's so good, and there's so many little lines like um the uh, oh, Mrs. Who who runs who's the one always playing mahjong. I can't remember. Mrs. I, remember. I, I forgot her name, but she she says about Maggie Chung, she's like, oh, she dresses up like that to go and get noodles. noodles yeah. Yeah, man, she knows Tony Lung's going to be there. He's showing off to Tony Lung. I mean, she showed up like that, though. That's true. She yeah. always, like I mentioned earlier, she always, she always looks like that, like yeah. That. But maybe she just knows she's banging. Maybe. This makes two of us. You know what I mean? Um, also, I like uh, when they go for dinner together and uh, they pretend to be their spouses mm-hmm. and they're ordering food. Yeah, and they order like a steak or whatever, and he puts like mustard on her plate. Yeah, she hits him with a no. He hits her with a line like that. Do you like it hot? (laughs) I get it. I get it. And she goes, "Your wife likes your wife likes hot dishes." Yeah, and then she's like, "Oh, my husband's a sweet talker too." Mm -hmm. Yeah, (sighs) everything. Everything in this film is so loaded. Like there's so much sexual tension. I bet they go home after seeing each other and just crank down. Big time. Yeah. Some noodles. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask another question. I think this is the big one, right? Because I think this is one of the most important thematic things in the film. Okay. Or one of the most obvious ones. What I don't know if you noticed this. What do you think the color red represents in this film? Or did you not notice? Love and desire. You reckon it's love and desire? I think so. Okay. Okay. I think, I don't think you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I think because red can represent a bunch of things, right? Right. So that hotel that he goes to stay at after he decides that he's, you know, after he leaves his wife is just tons of red. There's tons of red throughout the film. True. But that was the most, that was the one, that was what's, that particular place stood out the most to me. I mean, I think you're right because when she, when he doesn't speak to her for a few days, and then calls her and says that he's sick, and she wants he wants her to come to the hotel, mm-hmm. and she rushes to him. She's wearing a massive red coat, and it's like she's oh, finally her that. desire is getting to. She hasn't seen him in a bunch of days. It's getting to her. So I think you're right. It's, oh, I didn't. But I also that. think that it may have an element of the Scarlet Letter, which means adulterer, right? right. I think there's an mm. aspect of it that is they're having an affair. And I think there's 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 that aspect to it as well. But I think it's I think it's like romance and sexuality and kind of passion, mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. And there's so much red in this film. Maggie Chung eats with red chopsticks. There's red glasses. His sheets are bright red. It's like you know what's more sexual than having a red bed? Like you know it's oh that his whole bed was it was just, there was a red blanket on top of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, red blanket. And then she happens to lie on it and sleep there and move. Okay. You know what he's thinking. I could go for some noodles. That's, yeah. really... That's right. He says, "I'll I'll stay up. I'll uh... I gotta write some martial arts fan fiction <laughs> or whatever." I he's doing. The drunken masters. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of yeah, clever too. too. 
remember Ping shows up and he's hammered? She's like, when did you think of that character? I think I'm Sorry. Do you remember when Ping, oh, Ping. I his like friend, Ping. Yeah. shows up hammered? And then he writes for the She the goes, book. what did you think of him? He's like, just now. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Also, no one looks cooler than Tony Lung just smoking in the rain. Yeah. There's so many shots in this film. We're just like, yeah, so good. So good. Um, yeah, I think there's, speaking of the red curtains, there's a scene in this film which I genuinely think they should take out. I don't like it. It annoys the shit out of me. Shoot it. Early on in the film, before he officially leaves his wife, or they break up, and before he ends up in the hotel, there's a scene where they are at the hotel by the red curtains, stood next to each other, and they just closed the door. Okay, so you didn't watch this on HBO Max. So. Yes, we did. You did? Yes. Yeah, we did. You probably missed that scene. It, you probably blinked and missed it. It's about, it's about 10 seconds long. And it's a flash forward to when they're in the hotel. But it's an entirely random flash forward. It, again, it lasts 10 seconds. And no words, just them standing, looking at the camera. They're in the, uh, it's red curtains, and he closes the door. And it's in the hotel. But they haven't gotten to the hotel yet. So it's a fucking random scene in the middle of the film. And I, I remember hate that. it. Because I'm just like, okay, I get it. But why put that in there? It's very strange. Yeah, it's, 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 it's odd. Some of the scenes I get that you got to make a world. And you have to make the characters real. And to do that, you have to have less than amazing conversations. Yeah. that's People don't have crazy conversations all day. Mm -hmm. But man, there's like a lot of, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. All right, you hungry? Nope. And then what's the staring? Oh, you know, I'm a big fan of oh, I love it. staring at through windows. Oh, I love it. I love every time. Every time. That scene where she is drinking tea and staring out of a window, and then it goes to the next scene, and he's smoking and looking through the glass at his work, and they're just obviously just longing for each other. <sighs> Fucking good stuff. Really good stuff. A lot stuff. is said without being said. So much in this film. It's all unspoken. Everything's unspoken in this film. Absolutely. Because they never have sex. And by the way, this film, when originally conceived, and originally they started writing and making the film, it had sex scenes in it. And uh, kissing, and just lots of physical... Oh, that's really? an entirely different movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, they changed the movie entirely. This, that yeah. wouldn't be on anybody's radar. No. If that, that would just be another movie. It'd just be another romance yeah. that ends badly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, there's so many scenes where there's a per right. So one car, why somehow manages to show the perfect encapsulation? Is that a word mm -hmm. of depression? Um, so they haven't seen each other for a number of days. Tony Lung is just eating rice out of his rice cooker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, depressed people would definitely do that. They wouldn't use a bowl. They would just eat it straight out the rice cooker. And that's what he's doing. I'm just like, yeah, I appreciate that. It's very, very good. So many like, little scenes like that. So we can jump forward a little bit where um, Tony Lung, uh, yeah, he basically says that he's going to go to Singapore. He's got a job in Singapore. And he says, uh, I'm going. And uh, I want you to come with me. If I can get a ticket, will you come with me? And uh, she says, these nuts. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, she says no. Uh, she decides not to go with him. And uh, he walks away and says, fine, we'll never see each other again. Yep. He holds her hand and uh, she bursts into tears and he goes back and he just gives her a very, very warm hug mm -hmm. and looks after her. 
and uh, I love that because it's the only time, like I mentioned earlier, it's the only time she breaks. It's the only time we see her vulnerable. We've never seen her vulnerable in the rest of the film. Yeah. When she comes back. Yeah, when she yeah. goes back to the hotel. A little chewy. Yes, yeah. sorry. That's great as well. Great I idea. mean, that whole that whole bit, every time, every scene with her in that hotel, she looks miserable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, She's so I feel like even though... Never in front of him. No, but yeah, but it's so it's the fact that she's even there, the fact that she's just sitting there in his, you know, hotel room that where he stayed and he's left the country. All of that is, yeah, it was just, it's so sad. And that that 100% shows, I feel like that is a part of her showing her vulnerability, just the fact that she was there. Yeah, yeah, that's the fact that she continually goes back. Yeah, after that scene, scene, uh, he goes to Singapore and she goes to kind of meet him before he leaves at his hotel room and he is gone. And it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Um, What do you think about the Singapore scene? With her going to Singapore? Wait, she went to Singapore? I'm confused too. Wait, isn't he in Singapore? Right, was she, was she, when did she go to, what scene were you, are you talking about where she's in Singapore? Real quick. Is he still in Singapore when she goes to his room? Hold on, this is what I thought. Probably wrong. I thought she just went back to the same apartment with a nice lady, they chatted about the future, etc. And then he came back to the same apartment. Right, like, lived, oh, right? yeah. Sorry, yeah, but... he came back. Oh, I'm confused. Wait, I Wait, what? confused her. What when she smokes the about? cigarette in his room, where is he? He's in Singapore, and she's in the hotel the hotel that he was staying at before he left for Singapore. R- okay. Wait, how does he find the cigarette? Oh. Uh... She goes to Singapore. But it looks like the same hotel. No, it's not. It's a completely different room. Wait, she goes to his hotel room in Singapore, smokes a cigarette, put it in his ashtray, and leaves? Yes. How would she know where he's staying? I don't know, but I thought it was Singapore. Well, where is it then? Has he gone back? That's a good... Or is that, wait a minute, or is that before he... Or is that before... Is that after he... After is that the, really after the, he's left? He's after he's left. Oh. And he's with his best friend in the restaurant. And then he goes home. But that's in... in that's in Singapore. That's because he in Singapore? Job. So he's in Singapore. Uh, so he goes back to his room. And she's been there, and she smoked a cigarette in his room. What confused me is it looked like the sing- the, the the it looked like the same hotel from uh from when he was saying the red curtained hotel. Yeah, it looked oh, it looks completely different. Did it? it? Looks nothing like that. Well, then I'm even more confused. Then, then yeah, how would if they how would she even know where he's staying? How would yeah, everybody knows everything? Wrong? I don't know. Am I wrong? Does she not I, go to Singapore? Everyone. I honestly that completely changes the movie, though. Hold hold on. If she tracks him down and because I don't because that would be that's why I thought it was super that would romantic. Be weird. I feel like that would make it weird if she just if she went all the way there not to see him just to sit in that hotel room and he wasn't like holy shit did this chick come all the way down here right he was like mildly surprised because then because then i feel like if he knew that she had come he would have gone back to her uh, yeah i'm confused Which he then did. i'm confused though uh, hold on hold yeah i uh, yeah if someone know yeah i i feel like i need to look at that scene again because i thought that was the same hotel 
Uh, I wish I could find a way to just isolate that one scene. I'm looking up now. I'm looking up now. Well, you're, what, like on like IMDb or something, or you're Googling that scene? I'm Googling the plot, basically. Yeah. Hello there, listeners. Right. Sue arrives at Singapore and visits Charles' apartment. Yeah, she goes to Singapore! I fucking knew it! How does she... How does, she... does it matter? It doesn't matter how she <laughs> finds it. I don't... She called around. I don't like that. I think it's amazing that she finds him. The fact that she would go beyond her means to find him in Singapore. And I love the fact... That, see, I was just about to ask you a bunch of questions about it, but you didn't think she was in Singapore, so it ruins all my questions. Well, now I know she's in Singapore. But she went and then and didn't see him. No. She tried to. No, she didn't. She didn't try to see him at all. Right. It's the so... opposite of that. So she, she goes, goes into his so apartment. She just goes interesting. She steals the slippers that he had taken with him to remind him of her in Singapore. She takes her pink slippers back, leaves him a cigarette that she smoked instead. Then she actually goes down the hall, and when he gets back to his room, she calls him from the same hotel he's in, but she doesn't say anything. And that's what makes it amazing. But my question to you guys is was going to be, why doesn't she say anything? Why doesn't she meet him? But why didn't she stay? Yeah. You guys are, are She's a kind of a ass. <laughs> yeah, that's really fucked up. You know? It's not fucked up. Tony Lung loves that, I'm sure. It's no. I think it breaks his heart. Though, no shit. In there. What do you think oh, I mean? I you're being setting me up. Sorry, sorry. The love yeah. of his life shows up. Yeah. Fucks with him. Yeah. I don't think she's fucking with him, though. I think it's she can't do it. She can't. He, he is can't. taking it as he does not like this. This is no. like a, you'll never get this. No, no. No, no, no. no so no. you're saying she... he's feeling, he does not love this feeling. He doesn't Once again. Feeling. No, because he's saying, I missed out on her again. Yeah, that's yeah. awful to do to someone. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's terrible. But I think she does it because she can't face him. She can't do it. Now, the question I had was, can she not face him because she's still with her husband? Or is it something beyond that where she just... You're totally right. Yeah, this is Singapore. Don't look at me like that. That's crazy. Than me? She... I, will. I will look at you like that. I think there's something beautiful about it, but my question no, I, is, I... Why, can't she, why can't she even talk to him on the phone? Is it, is it because she's... I lost him, and like I, who am I to intrude on his life now? Because it was how long was it between that as well? Nineteen sixty-six throws comes up in my brain, but I don't. Know. Uh, sixty-three is Singapore. Oh shit! So how many years? Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the timeline it is. Yeah. But I've always been interested as to why she can't speak to him. Like what is? And I always wondered. Part of me wondered. Whether and I don't know if a timeline lines up, whether she's there to tell him she's pregnant. Oh, that mm. I like that much better. Mm. She can't tell him. I like that ten times more. Right. Part of me, part of me wonders whether that's the answer. She's like goes to tell him I'm pregnant, but she just can't bring herself to do it. She, t she, tells him she's pregnant without. Telling him she's pregnant in a weird way. Do you think? Do you think he knows? 
I think if you make sweet sweet to somebody <laughs> okay. and they show up, do weird shit like put their lipstick so. on your cigarette, I don't call know. you. I don't know. I think I think it's either she or or it's her way to say I'm still thinking of you. I came to you. But we can never be together. Or maybe it's that. Maybe it's still we can never be together. But no. No, I love you. And no, I will always love you. In a I different like in a different time. Yes. Still, in a different world, this would have happened. Still crazy, though. It's great. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. All those answers to that particular moment. I'm sure everyone has plenty of different answers as well. Um, but those, those <laughs> answers, all of them, are so fucking great. And I love, I love uh, the film so open. I, I think it's fantastic. And also, I will go ahead and say, in all of cinema, this has my favorite ending of any film. Cacao, cacao. Any film. Cacao, cacao. I thought you were just being fucking weird. (laughs) How long does that mean? Uh, We're at an hour. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Sorry, you're confused. You see, I looked over at the computer once, Uh and it was like an hour and one second. Pretty good. Bang! (laughs) Devin's caca was letting us know that we're an hour into the podcast. I was like, did I miss that at the end of the movie? (laughs) That's what I wondered. I was just like, was there a bird at the end of the movie? You have to to do movements. Sorry. The ending of this movie is, like, beautiful. It's, It's my favorite ending of any film. Um, You don't like it? When it goes, the end. <laughs> the end scene. Oh, maybe I missed that. Maybe that went over my head too. He goes and whispers his secret into the wall. Oh, right. That right. moment. Right. Oh, is that yeah, what he was doing? Like I'm, I'm just... Is that what he was doing? Yeah, but he didn't cut a hole in a tree. No, he did it. He did it in a temple. He didn't do it in a tree, but he went to a temple. Do you remember when he told that story? About how people whispered secrets. Do you follow? Oh this? yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you think they oh, did okay. it because of that scene? That's his secret. What they actually Shabbat shalomed each other. Well, that's it's, it's okay. Whether well, he's, I rem- yeah, I remember that story, but I didn't realize that that's what he was doing. Yeah, he plugs it up with mud. Okay. Yeah. Simpletons. I didn't. Dog, you watched this movie. I'm sorry. Times. It was a, yes, it was a callback. I didn't. I didn't make the connection. I love it because he can't keep it in anymore. He has to tell, but he can't tell people because people can't know. Right. And he's saving her. Right. At the end of the day, he's saving her because he's not telling everyone. About and her. himself because and he's going. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um. It's it's confession. Right, it's yes. it's it's the ultimate confession because it's the confession of love, and he whispers it and gets out of his system, plugs it up, and it's there forever, like he told the guy. And I just love the fact that the film ends with, and I'm probably getting a bit too weird, but it ends with, like he said, he goes, "You whisper the secret, and the secret's there forever. Their love is there forever. Right? It's eternally there now because he's whispered it into the wall." And I fucking love that. I love that he's got out of his system. Does no one has to know? It's ultimately just between them and where he's put it. And I, I love that. I think it's, I don't know. There's something enchanting about that. Uh, it's yeah, my all-time favorite ending. I, I adore it. I, they could have ended it in so many different ways, but the fact that he just goes there and whispers his secret, good stuff. 
Should have ended it with him and Ping going to the whorehouse. <laughs> well, funny enough. And then him just going, F that broad. This film was trimmed by 30 minutes. And there's a scene at the end where they meet 10 years later. But no one's ever seen it. Because it was cut out of the film. And I wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> I think it ends perfectly. Anyway. Very sad. The end. Do you have any more appreciation of the film now that you've thought about it a Much bit more? more? Yeah, I definitely feel like, yeah, maybe it is a movie that I should revisit. I, okay. t- I talked about half my notes. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even talk about half the stuff so, I wrote about. I'll be the first one to admit it. I was confused a couple times during this. There were, were there you confused? One, there were one or two moments okay. where I was uh, I was a little uh, unsure. But now, but yeah, but now that you've, with what we've talked about, there's clearly things that I want, like a, the fact that her that she was facilitating her boss's affair. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. And so that, yeah, that brings a new element to it. So yeah, I probably should go watch it again. Do you, do you like the fact when uh, Tony Lung's talking about her and uh, they're talking, basically Tony Lung confesses that, you know, I, I'm, I'm besotted with you or, you know, I, I, I love you essentially. And she says, we can't do this basically. And she says, I wrote the line now. She just goes, I didn't think you'd fall in love with me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't think I'd fall in love with you. Yeah. I didn't think you'd fall in love with me. She's always n- unwilling to admit her feelings. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I also, I want to know if, uh, I want to know whether anyone else thinks that they actually did the deed. And is that kid his? Um, or or just that they did the deed and the kid isn't his? Do you think they uh, they had sex in the film? Because I could be wrong. Mm. Uh, anyway. Listener question. Um, uh, listener question. Yeah. <laughs> we have a question from one of our patrons. And it's one of our patrons that has not sent in a question for quite some time. Good lord. Big shout out to Sky Verbal. Still hey. hanging with us. Holy right. smoke. Hanging one of Mr. our Cooper. originals. She says, hey. Hey, hey. She. You're not going to hear that very often. <laughs> Hell no. Right? <laughs> hey, is it too late? for? No, why am I doing that? No, that's not the question. Um, my questions are, one, what are your top three favorite rom-coms? And two, favorite Wong Kar Wai movie? I can't answer the second question. You can, because you've seen The Grandmaster and In the Mood for Love. The Grandmaster. Ones. You prefer Grandmaster? Grandmaster. And another one. Another one, right? Mm-mm. I don't know. Oh, that's Just the grand we've master. never seen another one Kar Wai film. He has very specific films. My favorite wrong. Uh, uh, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. That's Tony Lung. Wong Kar Wai is the director. Oh, I thought you said Tony Lung. Fuck. No, never mind. No. <laughs> My favorite rom coms. Um. Uh, I do uh, very much enjoy Love Actually. That's me. Love On Actually is great. I've never seen that film. You're gonna shit. <laughs> it's fucking, dude, you're gonna shit. I've never seen Love Actually. I love Love Uh Crazy Stupid Love is great as well. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> um, that's a great one. Now you're speaking my language. What's that from? Now you're speaking my language. Now you're speaking my language. I don't know. That's what you've been said in a million films. Here's money. Now you're speaking my language. Vishina? Vishina? Rush hour? Oh, God, no. I'm good, baby. <laughs> Take it away. I'll, I'll stick to those two. Just those two? Did she give me? Did she have? Did she say it? Oh, said. top three. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, shit. One more. Um, 
Oh, man. What do you want? What do you want? Is that the notebook? Yeah, that's not romantic not comedy. Not romantic. No, no, I, didn't see, I haven't seen it's it. Comedy in that, Bill. Uh, Why are you thinking? I'll yeah. go into mine. Yeah. Unfortunately, I only have a top two as well. My number one would be Man Up. That's the my old Man Up. Sorry, I 100% agree with you. Man Up is fantastic. Man Up is number... Goddamn Jesus <laughs> Sorry. Man Up would be number one. Crazy Stupid Love, number two. Love Actually, number three. Man Up would be my number my one. Word. Crazy Stupid Love would also be my number two. I fucking love that film. Number We're married three. for a reason. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, number three, I don't know. Would you accept 40-Year-Old Virgin as a romantic comedy? I mean, I feel like that's more of a comedy. More of a comedy. Mm. It's pretty serious at times. At times. I mean, I feel like it's more of a comedy. Okay. I don't know, oh, but that's just me. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google best romantic. What about you? Comedies. While you're looking, what about you, Cyrus? I don't actually believe in sure. romance. Actually, absolutely I don't believe in it. <laughs> um, that's so tough. I don't really watch many, but right. Ten Things I Hate About You. That's a good one. I've never seen that film either. You know what's weird? You're okay. never gonna you're never gonna believe that I think that this is actually a good movie. Matthew McConaughey. Uh How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah. Really? Is that it? I've, I've never, never seen, seen the, I've never seen the whole thing. Dude, it's a massive chick flick, but it's kinda good. Is it? <laughs> oh, I've got one, The Big Sick. I fucking love that film. The Big Sick. Oh, Sick's you great. did love The Big Sick. I love it. Kamel Nanjani, such a good film. I love that. And then there's one more on this list that I found that I actually Nope. I've gone, oh, is Forgetting Sarah Marshall romantic comedy? Or is it more comedy? I just I watched think, that. I think it's, again. A, it's more of a comedy. Again, I just watched it. So good. Okay, then I'll, I, my, my top three would be uh, uh, Man Up, Crazy Stupid Love, and the Big, Sick. Uh, the Big Sick. Although, special shout out to Silver Linings Playbook, because that's a good film as well. I just watched that again. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I've been cooking, man. You have been, my Sounds a bit. Silver Linings Playbook is very, very, very good. Yes, it is. Right. It's cool watching... I'm going to say the dumbest shit ever. It's cool watching movies, movies again. <laughs> but it is, man. With a real different yeah, perspective. Yeah, it is. It's cool. Focusing on... You, when you watch something for the first time, you get the arc. You get the big thing. You go, great. Great movie. You watch it again. You watch it again, especially with time. You can focus... You're like, I want to look at that. So I was really looking at... Can I actually give you a list of movies to watch? And are you going to watch them? I might. I got My some time. Lord. I was really paying attention. <laughs> I was really paying attention to Bradley Cooper's acting. Again, that's really stupid. Who doesn't? Yeah. But I really was. I was like, what is the character and how is he doing it? And I was really paying attention to Jennifer Lawrence's acting. And I, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. Oh, down it. I'm enjoying it. There's about 20 seconds of exposition that she states that I didn't really hear the first time. Mm-hmm. How she's a widow and then she became a She's sad, and I kind of missed that part somehow. Okay. I don't even remember. And that's why she's a little sad and lives with her parents. And... Not a professional whore. Yeah. She just whores around. She bangs everybody in her office. The... Why are we calling you a whore? Promiscuous. I don't even remember the widow bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've watched the movie. Her husband uh, helps a guy whose car breaks down and gets hit by a car. She becomes a widow instantly. Super, super sad, depressed, and then to find, to feel something, she... Gotcha. Around the office. And they was fired, and then everything she's like, Ugh. You know what two films <laughs> I watched in a row, and they were two absolute bangers? 
Silver Linings playbook, and I followed it up with the perks of being a wallflower, which is fucking phenomenal as well. Yes. Uh, Hermione Granger's in this? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a good one. And Flash. And Flash, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wingardium Leviosa. Wait, am I answering a question? I end this game. Um, oh, yeah. Is that him? Yeah. I don't know. Big, big eyes. Um, big eyes. Uh, what are your romantic comedies here? Well, you've named about 12 of them, so we can move yeah. on to the next sure. one if you want. All right. Um, favorite one car Y film? Do you like the Grand Master or do you like this better than the Grand Master? This one. Yep. Mm, good boy. Fucking just dancing in the rain and all that bullshit. Uh, Is he smoking every movie? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. Yeah. Smoking. One car Y loves smoking. He puts smoking in a lot of his films. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he means it to be like many different things. But I would be interested to see what you think of his other films because um, they are interesting watches. Uh, he has a very unique perspective on things. Wong Kar Wai. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to ask him, Wong Kar Wai. Why, man? What does this mean? <laughs> your door's over the <laughs> <laughs> uh, By the way, all his films are on HBO Max. So if you did want to watch them, Chunking Express, I recommend. It's great. Uh, Mr. The Stray. Hey. Okay. He asks us, Hey. What's your least favorite trope in romance films? Do you see a, do you see a, a, a thread here? I no. do. No, no correlation. Yeah. Um, least favorite trope. I got one. Oh, I What's got yours? One. My least favorite trope in a romance film is the crux of a romance film. I fucking hate yeah. it in romantic comedies, especially. What happens is two people romance schmoozing, getting together. They're getting closer and closer and closer. Then one of them does something stupid and the other one goes, oh no, now we're never going to see each other again. And then they get back together again. That yeah. bullshit right there. That moment agree. where one of them fucks up and, and sleeps, with, uh, snogs the bridemaid, bridesmaid or fucking does this, does that. I, I would agree. I fucking hate it. Why can't films just have normal romances where they just end up getting together or it ends up with them both killing themselves? <laughs> <laughs> That's the two options. <laughs> I would no. I one hundred percent would agree with you that some sort of misunderstanding or whatever, like yeah, shenanigans uh, occurs, and yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know this one. I don't know if it's in a romance film. Uh, romance film. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird on on the tongue. Romance. It sounded more intellectual. Yeah, last night I watched a romance film. You'll be telling me next time. Uh, I have been watching some cinema lately. Some cinematic films. Uh, when cup uh, a date. Going, maybe they're having some drinks. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not lovers, but meat cute. Not quite. Okay, it's more like a meat bang. Oh, <laughs> and they drink, drink. Things are happening. They go back to the guy's place. Shabbat. Wake up. Oh, they go to the girl's place. Wake up. The guy's gone. Why do they do that shit? Never once in my life have I disappeared. It's craziness. I found another one. Speaking of something similar as well, okay. this always annoys me, right? Because I get it. It's purposeful. It makes sense, but I hate it. So the 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 man and the woman go home. They get intimate. They do some. I got gotcha. you. Go, go for it. Uh, go for what it. What do you think I'm gonna say? This is mine. I don't know if you're gonna. Go on. You kind of already breached it. They're like they tack each other when they are making out. Okay, it's not that, but I know what you mean. What the fuck is this, yeah. man? No, no. I'm thinking of something even Breaking. more annoying. <laughs> Breaking things. What's that? Hanging into shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's. I'll pick you up. Yeah, I've seen a stand-up comedian say that's very white. The white. No. So they they have sex. Think about sex, right? If you don't know what sex is, I do that often. A P goes in a V. Is that? 
And just think, sex is the most intimate thing you can do. It's sweaty, it's lustful, it's all this good Vulnerable. stuff. Vulnerable. Then we get a scene in the morning where they're lying in bed together and the girl goes, I've got to go. And she pulls the duvet up and goes, mm, you can't see me naked. True. I just was all up in you. I have uh, a, a counter-argument. Let's say alcohol is involved. Yeah, a little more free than I beforehand. Well, let's say no alcohol was involved. Mm. When you, when you, there's kind of a let me cover up. When you sleep with a woman, I mean, God willing. What? what? Well, no, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but of course there is a, there is, there is a reason for it. But I, I but I guess why? Well, I guess you can't take that scene out because I suppose because it probably leads somewhere. I mean, obviously, depending. I mean, the rating of the movie. It's not like you're going to be yes, naked, but right. So that's so so yeah. So it is very purposeful. My, and my question, you. So what would be your alternative then? They just don't show that scene at all. You just. Don't but then it. there's a, but obviously there's a conversation involved with it. There's like bad. you know maybe like there's like an awkward like back and forth like oh that was great you know they, there is always there's some dialogue show to it. Back. Just show her come off the bat and her back and she's nude and mm. that's fine. Mm. My question to you, right? You make sweet love to a, to a woman one day. Yeah. Uh, you wake up in the morning. You're fully nude. Uh, every day. Yeah. Uh, she goes. I want breakfast. She doesn't say it like that. She says, please, can I have breakfast? I'm like, you want two eggs and a hanky? That means penis. Is that correct? What does that mean? <laughs> it's from Austin Powers. Oh, I don't know. I don't take like it away. That. Keep going. Keep going. Says, Keep going. Please, can I have breakfast? I'll just take a bowl of cereal. And you say, of course you can. Are you standing up and letting it all pendulate? No one's seeing this when it's not ready to rock. So you would pull up the, the duvet or, or the quilt and go, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I go, no. <laughs> and she goes, let me see it. And I go, no. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, though. You would cover up that you'd put on some uh, underpants. I do everything to cover it up. That's interesting. I'll, put, I'll, do, I'll do camera tricks. I'll just put like one hand here. Would you tuck? <laughs> I'll tuck it if I have to. I'll do everything. So, but once you're with a woman for a certain amount of time, you're oh, all, all free. No, I don't like it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this bad? <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, I'll do it, but I don't want it just to be all. You've been dating for six months. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's right. at your house again. She goes, remember that cereal I asked for six months ago? Can you get it me now? You're working in the morning. You've been together six months. You've met each other's parents. Okay. Are you letting it all hang? Wait a minute, like, you mean, like, like letting it all hang while he goes and makes the cereal? Yeah. You don't do that. All right, not cereal, he's going to the bathroom. Okay, fine. You're, will... What you're saying is you're not immediately covering up. Yeah. Oh, I will be in a nude! <laughs> I shocked myself with that one. <laughs> but I don't want, like, this to be eyeline. There's always going to be some... Really? <laughs> if I can, yeah. There's going to be some coverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elbow. Like Austin Powers putting all these things. Yeah. Know, right. Really? Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. I can help it. I'm married to a woman. Present. And, uh, I, I, from day one, I've never. First time you met? First time. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was clanging and banging. Swanging and banging. <laughs> and I've, I've never tried to cover up. Yeah. Maybe it's, I got to work on that. Maybe it's me. What about you guys out there? You cover no, up. I'm the weird one. Yeah? Yeah. Being naked, that's just not a big deal. Yeah. yeah. We should probably all take our clothes off now. Yeah. <laughs> I should, I'll tell the next lady 
that my friend told me not to be ashamed. Well, you take your clothes off, and then when she's right, you just go, look at it. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> Demand. <laughs> yeah, it will be fear. <laughs> right. I have to be very aggressive. Yeah. yeah. You turn her head. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> like you will be okay with this. I'll make you cereal. You know how hard this is for me. I'm not at full form. Yeah. All right. They didn't. That doesn't matter. That's fine. Just let us see. Come on. Let's see in your most natural state. Hmm. Maybe I'll work on it. Um. Karma Candlin. Oh God, this is a serious question. Ooh. Hope you're ready for this one. Oh boy. This is a philosophical question. Oh boy. Karma Candlings asks. Speaking of in the mood for love, what constitutes cheating to you when you're in a relationship? Great question. Sean, if Devin drunkenly made... Hmm? Let me try that again. Sean, if Devin drunkenly made out with a girlfriend, a cliche, I know, is that cheating? Devin, if Sean said someone else's name during the deed, is he cheating? Cyrus... Hey, the three... The three-pointer. Cyrus, if your lady went to a nudist beach with her guy friends, is that cheating? (laughs) Sound off, he says. I'm about to sound off. (laughs) All right, well, you were asked first. What, if you drunkenly made out with a woman? Yes. Do you know what? That's a really interesting and very difficult question to answer. Yes. Because. (laughs) Yes. Because. Part of me would want to be accepting for it because accepting of it because it's so cliche, right? I was drunk. We just oh, we just decided to do it. We're friends. We're just oh, we decided to mess around. But if Devin Devin kissing someone else to me is like a betrayal, I don't care if it's a girlfriend. It's it's at the end of the day a betrayal, though. Is she drunk enough to not know what she was doing? There's, there's, you have to assess the situation. But ultimately, I think kissing, there's probably guys out there going, bro, if she kissed someone else, that would be fucking awesome. That's fair. That's your thing. If you if you think that's cool, that's fine. There's no problem there. But I don't know. I just don't want them doing that with anyone. Just like, yeah, I wouldn't kiss any of my guy friends if... Maybe, maybe Cyrus. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would really have to assess the situation. But my immediate reaction would definitely be, oh, I don't like this. Um, but would I be forgiving? Maybe. Maybe. But I would struggle, I think. It would, it would hurt me. Okay. Um, even if it was a one-off thing. Yeah. Anyway. Can I piggyback off that real quick? Yeah, yeah. I had a girlfriend in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who we would go out it's only happened maybe once or twice that I was aware and she got Got inebriated mm-hmm. and she'd smooch her girlfriends like in front of me and I was like nah don't you like that one like bit it. don't like that one bit See? I talked to her about it okay. I was like I was said, at- look at me look at I this. said look at it <laughs> <laughs> this is gone <laughs> No, all you're, all you're getting from now on is boners. You had a talk. I had a talk. I told her I felt, and I really felt that way. She's like, I won't. Doing it? Yeah. I was like, listen, dude, I was, I was much, my mind was better back then. It was simple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, I feel uncomfortable when you make out with people in front of me. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? Yeah. That's a great way of putting yeah, it. And absolutely. she was like, in, 
initially she was defensive, but then I think she was like, oh, well, that's a good point. Well, a question for you. What if she made out with someone? You weren't there, but she told you about it afterwards. Same thing. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. It wasn't, they weren't like, uh, it was like smooching. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Still, smooching. I was like, you don't have to. S- oh, no, you don't have to. me. Yeah. 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 Devin, what if I said someone else's name while we were doing the deed? Not I okay. Went, Bethany! Why should I just Yeah. Uh, Violence. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck it up. You okay? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Violence. Violence. Yeah. Okay, so my question to you then. Two questions. Okay. One, would you immediately think I was cheating on you? Yes. And two, you answered that <laughs> by asking the first one. Um, okay, no, you answered it. You answered it. Yeah. Okay. See, uh, I don't know how serious she's being. Because v- v- responding with one word, which is violence, oh, I think she'd hurt me. Is kind of humorous. Yeah, oh, there would no. be. I think genuinely. There would be a. There would be. There would be. A <laughs> <laughs> <Or> milkshake. <laughs> there would be upset. There would be definitely like tears and upset. Um and but at some point, whether he was present or not, whether you were still in my presence or not, I don't know. But there would be a shift. And uh, uh, I would shift to anger. What about if I said Cyrus's name? Confusion. Because that might just be a common mistake. Because I say Cyrus a lot. I'm always working with him. I'm always, I'm no. Always working with him. no. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cyrus. That's wild. Yeah. No. <laughs> there would most certainly be confusion, and and yeah, there would be a discussion. So here's my question to you then. Yeah. If when I was drinking a long time ago, mm-hmm. you found out if I made out with I made out with one of my guy friends. I mean, Cyrus is my only friend, so mm-hmm. I'd have to make out with Cyrus. Would you be upset? We would have to have a we would have to have a talk about it. Yeah, same with same as me. They'd, yeah. they'd be talking and yeah, be, there'd yeah. be a, yeah. I would. I don't know if I would be upset, but I would be like, but we'd have to talk about it. It's also. A lot less cliche for a guy to make out with his guy friend. Like yeah. women tend to do it like a buddy thing. Men and, do not do that. Yeah. Right. And 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 I don't Yeah, there would have to be a discussion. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Cyrus. What's the equivalent of two gals smooching? To like what would two guys be? What's a cliche? Because it's dude, not making out cliche dude bro thing. Well there's, you know what I mean? there's yeah, there's Is no... there one? Maybe maybe just like very clump complimentary or something. Dude, you're so yes. you're great. You're really good at that's it. And also like when Which we is go like fine. We could get too overshare and be like, dude, you're so handsome. That's what it is. Yeah, you, when you get so Dude, you put yourself down too much, yeah. 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 You can do anything you set your mind to, man. If I was a girl, I would go for you, man. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. That's exactly correct. That's the answer. That's really oh, Two God. girls making out is the same as two straight men going, dude, if I was a girl, I would totally <laughs> be your girlfriend. Cyrus. Your girlfriend oh, went to a nudist beach with her guy friend. With her guy friends. Insanity. That is insanity. That is insanity. Hey, Cyrus, how's it going? I'm being a, my girlfriend right now. Hey, hey, babe. 
um, how's it going? She's like, just so you know, I was thinking since I have, I don't know, it's a long weekend because of the holiday. I don't fucking know. Right. And because you're visiting your parents, I don't fucking know. I'm going to go with three guy friends I have and get naked on a beach and look at their dingling swing. <laughs> like a, uh, what's that song? In and in swing. I don't even know that you're low because it swings to and fro. That oh. Okay, yeah. can I ask something on top of that? Sure. What if their girlfriends came? The guy's girlfriends came. Mm-mm. So there's, th- there's that makes it them. much better. There's six of them. There's three guys. No, there's five of them. That's just Two an orgy girls. waiting to happen. Two girls and their boyfriends and your girl just go in there. Mm-mm. Interesting. Besides the fact that she wants to do that, let's say it even happens. Yeah. But- I I feel like we should adding in the girlfriends. I feel like it makes it more complicated. Cause what? Uh, why on earth would you? If I if we were going, so if Cyrus was you know dating someone and we're like, hey, let's all go on vacation together. Hey, let's all go to a nude beach. For one, you don't want Cyrus seeing me. I don't want to see Cyrus, you and I don't want you, you seeing Cyrus. You think you don't. Cyrus' you girlfriend. So why on earth would any group of friends go to a nude beach? You're gonna let her talk to me like that? She just said she didn't want to see me in the nude. <laughs> I in my house used to. I used to have a friend. He's not my friend. Sadly, he moved away. You know, we would still be buddies, but he moved away. Who went to a nude beach with his buddies and his wife and their girls, and they all dropped it, and they all were no they together. No, no just went sucking down some sodi pops. No. They were just all comfortable and loose. Yep. Yes. All did I, I am not. So my question to so you no then, you. and this is separate from cheating, if we went on vacation together, just me and you, to a tropical paradise, mm-hmm. and there was a nude beach there, and I went, I'm going for it. I'm getting fully nude. Would you let me do it around a bunch of strangers? Yes. That's completely. Good. That's completely that's different. A different. What if Cyrus scenario? is in the bushes with binoculars? <laughs> I'm like, that's finally. <laughs> that's a different scenario. Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. I like that you said tropical destination. <laughs> so I was like, hey man, did you get into anything this week? You go anywhere? I went to a tropical <laughs> destination. <laughs> tropical paradise. Oh, even better. <laughs> uh, okay. So I, yeah. So yeah, you would say that, that absolutely not. And and it's deeper than that. Because her, the way her brain is going is like, yeah, what's wrong with me getting naked with dudes I know? Yeah. Away from my boyfriend? But yeah. I don't think it's cheating. I just think it's fucked up. Yeah. There's a difference. Sure. I don't think, I don't think she's like, oh, I get to see these balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Bring that character back. <laughs> see these balls. I don't. I don't think she's doing that, but I do think it's fucked up. I, I don't. One hundred percent. I'm. I'm changing the voice you did, but it's like a very high pitched New York man. It was interesting. Who loves? It was interesting. Male genitalia. No, I have often. I think about this a lot. Right. There's, I think about this a lot. Not a lot. I thought about it a lot. That if we went to a nude beach with some of our friends, and you said I wanted to go topless. I don't know if it would bother me. So, uh, yeah, if, I don't know uh, if that would bother me. I either. don't know if it would. Do you know, know why? I'm very confident in Devin being with me, and I'm very confident in Devin's body and her comfort level with her body. So I don't know if it would bother me that much. I don't know. Cacao, cacao. What's that, an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll wrap up in a second. Yeah, I don't know if it would bother me that much. 
Yeah. Right. The down- anyway, the downstairs has to <laughs> has to stay covered. The upstairs. Nah. Yeah. There you go. That's an interesting one. I know we got to wrap soon, but. Rama, I'm going to ask you a question next time. I appreciate it, but it's going to be a long discussion, so I'm going to have to a- ask it next time. So I'm going to go on to the next one. Uh, Amok Pal asked a very simple question. What was the last thing... Oh, what was the last thing you would... De- Fuck me. What was the last thing you were willing to die on a hill for that you changed your mind about? Oh. Women's rights. <laughs> Uh, anything you changed your mind joking. about recently? Recently? Not really. What about you? Uh, my most recent one was if you would have asked me, I don't even know, it's not even that recent, but if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said Twitter is the worst thing in the world and no one should be on Twitter and it's a cesspool and there's bollocks. You look at me every day and I'm like, tweet, tweet. Just <laughs> I look like, honestly, I'm on it all the time now. So I think not too long ago, I would have said it was complete bullshit. Yeah, social media in general, uh, initially, uh, so yeah, not recently so, but initially I was very much like, meh, you know, like I most, I still don't have, uh, I don't do TikTok, I don't do Snapchat, Never it's do TikTok. literally, it's, uh, Instagram is the only thing I fit, I actually post things on, I do have a Twitter account, but I just look at Twitter, uh, I don't do anything on it, um, but I'm on there a lot, like, upsettingly so recently i've noticed but i but i use it i use it now as a distraction uh uh for my thoughts for my own uh spiraling thoughts or if i'm stressed um or upset uh you know instead of instead of my instead of me focusing on what's upsetting me or what's stressing me out i'll focus on that uh because it's just an endless cycle of things uh so that's what I I use social media as a distraction, which isn't healthy <laughs> at all. I yeah. Don't think. So yeah. I think I've I've done a full. So yeah, I've done a yeah a big time one eighty on social oh, media. I do one eighty on movies all the time as well. I always like rate films. The old guard, perfect example. I rate it like one star, then I watch. I'm like, oh, that was really good. You do that a lot, and I don't know. I don't know where your head is with I certain movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. You you go into Sean will do this thing for some movies where he goes in with a particular expectation, or uh, and if that expectation isn't met, then he's like, this is shit. Yeah. Um, but then after it'll some be a very specific expectation right. films probably can't even match right and then after some time when he goes to revisit it and he's and he enjoys it and he's like what was my problem before yeah, I and that. i was just like i have no idea because you're crazy you're like there are no ninja turtles in the new star wars exactly movie. it's pretty much that bad <laughs> i do like especially with the action films i'm like oh the fights better be this and if they're not that i'm like this is garbage when old guard first came out i was like these fights are fucking awful because i was expecting something i watched it recently i was like oh the fights are fucking bomb uh but yeah i, I don't know i have very <laughs> i don't know i'm very strange yeah i'm very strange I, i've done it with so many films lately it's ridiculous i did it with chunking express a one car y film i watched it i fucking hated it i watched it recently and it blew my socks off <laughs> That's sex. Sorry, so you died on a hill and changed your mind about anything? Not so much died on a hill, but as I'm getting older, I don't want to get too political or deep or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm... Gays? Gays are cool now. Okay. I was... <laughs> on the fence about them. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were saying that you used to like gays and now you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> so you reversed it. Um, I'm finding that I am a liberal man. Uh... 
peace and equality and rights and all the, everything that's good is good. But I'm finding I'm a little less liberal than I maybe thought. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. And I, in my brain, all these sirens are going off and going, you're the devil! Liberals, that's the way to go, you idiot! And that's how I always thought. But then when you meet a real 10 out of 10, 100% liberal, you go, whoa, 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 that's crazy. Chill with that. That's interesting. I'm like, chill chill a little bit with that. So I get, apparently, Is there not. a particular topic that you find that you're not as liberal as others on? Or is that going into dangerous territory now? No, I'm, it's not dangerous territory. I just want everyone to be happy uh, with everything. That's but nice. certain things, I just go, well, that's a little much. That's, I guess that's all. That's, that's fine. I, I like everybody. Please be happy. Uh, next episode, we will talk about what, Cyrus? <laughs> it's, it's a little too much. <laughs> um, we had a whole bunch of other questions. I'm so sorry um, that we're not going to get to answer them. We want to keep this kind of an hour and a half-ish, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Um, now, just to let you know that if you uh, are a fan of this podcast, guess what? You can like. You can like uh. this video. You can subscribe to us. You can do all that juicy stuff. Give us a review. Share it with your friends. Comment. We read all comments and we reply to... Well, not we. I do. I respond to all comments. Uh, so if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Like um, us, please. Like us. Oh, by the way, likes really, really help. So just letting you know, I know that's corny. I know every YouTuber in the world says it. Likes really do help. It oh, yeah, helps. and you should join our Patreon. Yeah, I'm not going to read this of our patrons. Oh, am you're I? not. Hell yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Fucking Those gorgeous people. Check out right. these two. That's Professional. Fucking... <laughs> I'm saying. That's right. My fucking patrons now. Yeah, you read them off. I'm not a liberal anymore. Let me get my gun. Everyone just looks at me and goes, violence. <laughs> fast. Do you you fast. Do you... <laughs> I have a note Lined on my up. phone that's just called Devon's Size Guide. Mm -hmm. What do you think that's about, Cyrus? It can be misinterpreted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think it's about? Size Guide. Mm hmm. I know Devin likes furniture. Okay. Anything to do with that? No. Size guide. I can't find our patrons. No, I got nothing. Oh, there they are. Um, it's basically Devin's sizes in case I want to buy her something. That's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. She gave me a list of all her sizes. 12 inches. Um, <laughs> you can't find them? I've got them. Oh, you got them? I just gave you a ruler. Yeah, that's right. Because that's my guy. No, never mind. Never mind. All right, our beautiful patrons. There's a, a few of them. I'm going to go through them. We really, really like these people a lot. Yes. They are our favorites. We like them a right. lot. Yes. Right. And if you're on this list, we'll like you too. Yeah, if you want to hop on this list, patreon.com forward slash foo for thought. Yes. Uh, Miles, Alpha Rookie, Nick, Shane, Nicholas, Amok Pal, Rama, Disconnected, Yay. Tristan, Robert, Art School Dropout, Eloquent, James, Don Jitsu, Tina, who's Sky Verbal, and Benjamin. Woo woo! Beautiful patrons. Our beautiful patrons. Why don't you join them and stop being a fucking knobhead? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Can you splice that into the beginning? In the beginning? Yeah. No, we really, really thank them. They give us uh, a few dollars each month and it helps to uh, keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, that's what every podcast says. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, what it helps us do is uh, it helps me buy Blu-rays. <laughs> right. That's about it. No. Which I use for this channel. And we review the films that I buy Blu-rays. And on out. occasion, if we need equipment. How many uh, Blu-rays am I getting? Uh, you are. A long time ago, I let you borrow Kill Bill 
on Blu-ray and you've never given it back. Really? Yeah, you never gave it back. Um, so really? you're never... Yeah, honestly. Like a long, long, long time ago? About 10 years ago. Yeah, okay, it might be over there. Yeah, I think it is. Over there. I think it might be over there. <laughs> in fact, in, in fact, fact, I might be over there. <laughs> I, think I, I, uh, I think I see it. <laughs> I think I see it right there. It, it might not even be on Blu-ray. It might be on DVD. It's DVD. I think it's, a, it's 100% yeah, a so DVD. So that's why Cyrus doesn't get any. Because he, right. he doesn't give them back. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Oh, next episode. I just want to say what our next episode is. Um, Yo, real quick. One day, maybe we should start a Cyrus and Devon tier where we split the money 50-50. Woo! Oh, all the money for that tier you spent? Uh, let's say it's like 10 bucks or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't like that. <laughs> uh, that's all. Dinner tonight was $40 a head. Um, well, I just promoted you, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't do anything. <laughs> I had a lot. Pardon? I did a lot to get you promoted. Who do you think put you forth for that promotion? Not someone else. It was me, baby boy. Me the whole way. Mm. <laughs> I put that little worm in my boss's ear. Right, well, that doesn't make that doesn't make me feel great. That's honestly, it makes me feel great that you did that because you care about me. I didn't do it because I care about you. Well, I don't care about you. Either. I do it because you did a fucking great job. I swear to God, that's exactly why I did it. Because oh, I'm not going to get into it. I'm really good at the last I'm year. Good at what you killed it, and you good deserve it. I'm really polite. Very good at your job. Anyway. Our patrons voted for our next episode, <laughs> and I'm very excited for it. It's a Donnie Yen film, and it's called Tiger Cage 2. All right. We don't have to have seen Tiger Cage 1. We're safe. Cool. What was that? Hmm? I said, <laughs> yumma, yumma, yumma. Yeah. You're going to have to rent that one. So you're actually Great. Money. <laughs> I 100% have lost money doing this podcast. Period. The <laughs> money I've... About $16. Like <laughs> $50. You think? At least, I mean, at the least, years that we've been doing this, renting you know movies. What? Maybe I do need to give you some patron money. Hmm. Maybe I'll I'll break you off some. Interesting. Maybe I'll give you a stipend every month. Jeez, I really think I'm gonna. I'll give you ten dollars a month. You know what I say to that? You know what I say to that? Violence. Violence. Right. Tiger Age Two is our next episode. <laughs> really, really looking forward to that one. It's an interesting film. Plenty of fights in that one. Uh, and until then. I don't know how to wrap up the podcast. Someone else wrap it up. We are going to catch you next time, baby.